electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, who's back. David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Busy day of Q3 earnings. Got a bunch of giants raising guidance. Uh, GE, 3M, Raytheon, UPS. We are looking for record highs at the open for Dow S&P. Facebook's in focus. And Case Schiller up 19.8 in August. That does match consensus. Our roadmap begins, though, with Facebook. Shares rallying ahead of the open. Investors focus on the earnings beat, looking past the whistleblower document dump. Plus, we're keeping an eye on the industrial. 3M, GE, UPS are among the companies reporting quarterly results today. And Tesla remains on watch after the company passed that trillion-dollar mark in value during yesterday's session. I guess time to dive into Facebook. We actually got some explicit uh, Q4 revenue guidance uh, for the first time. Big investment cycle, $50 billion buyback. Look, I think that uh, the average users were were better than I thought, but I think people are anticipating Thursday. Uh, anticipating Mark Zuckerberg talking about, uh, which, by the way, they changed the uh, verticals, the metaverse. I think he's more excited about the metaverse than anything, and uh, they're willing to commit a lot of money in the metaverse. Uh, I also think, uh, as you guys know, that the metaverse is the next step after video. Uh, and I think, David, it's not being done idly. It won't make money initially, but I think that—and he's not doing it to change the narrative. The, the narrative is— kind of didn't come up that much on the call, nor did the, the, that adjudicating board that I thought you could have said, listen, don't you have to change your way. The analysts seem to be uniquely tone deaf to the issues, I think. The analysts are not known for asking those kinds of questions. Typically, journalists do. And right. Zuckerberg doesn't talk to too many journalists that I'm aware of, certainly not publicly. Um, but you know what? I pulled the metaverse stuff from the call to read it again, Jim, because it's really important. Right. You've been talking about it for some time uh, in a larger context, also involving NVIDIA. But that number that struck me and I think should strike everybody as, wow, is the $10 billion number. Right. They, they're going to spend $10 billion at this company. It's kind of more or less lumped in with operating expenses right. on building the metaverse without any prospect of this becoming a revenue-generating business for years to come. But he did it's say... amazing. Right, but he did say that this is the way that people will communicate through the metaverse. It's oh, not going to be Zoom. He has, a, he has right. a definite view of the future. Yes. And listen, there are, you, could, you can make an argument that this is what you want from a CEO. He's looking out years ahead. He sees a huge potential right. opportunity. And he's spending money that only the likes of a couple of companies can actually spend. Uh, you know, Facebook, right. Alphabet, Microsoft, and Amazon and Apple basically are the only ones in a position to even spend the kinds of numbers well, that Facebook is at what thirty-four billion in capex well, for next year. That's the high end of their range, and obviously, you throw in operating expenses. 
They spend like 93 to 97 billion dollars a year. Well, you know, they have 64,000 employees. They have 40,000 looking at, uh, at things and that are And they got incredible gross margins. In fact, right. if you back right. out the 10 billion this year, they're 65 percent operating margin. But I think, Carl, we're going to see uniquely uh, the description of what the metaverse is going to do later this week. And look, NVIDIA goes up every day because NVIDIA's chips, uh, the, they're ready. I mean, when, when Jensen Wong, the CEO of NVIDIA, showed me what the metaverse was going to look like, uh, I just thought that there was going to be... Uh, what is the metaverse going to look like, Jim? Because I think a lot of people would like to know. What does that mean? What, okay. what am I doing You there? program people to say what they want. You program... You you can talk to people that you know. You can have them in the room with you. Uh, you can also have Shakespeare in the room with you. Second life, right? Right. So you'll have your regular life, right. and then you'll have a digital life. Well, how, that you can customize right. all kinds of You'll have a digital life. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to... Do you think, if you're at college, that you're going to sit there and... Uh, Learn about Shakespeare from a teacher? You don't learn about Shakespeare from Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I mean, I think Shakespeare knows more about Shakespeare than the teacher knows. A lot of, lot of comparisons in the analyst notes this morning to when Google or when Alphabet carved out other bets. Uh, although they say this is a much bigger deal for Facebook than other bets Waymo would be for Alphabet. Yeah, I, look, I remember uh, asking Jensen about what it would look like. I mean, one of the things that you can do also is you can... You can say that you want to be Cezanne, do a, do a seascape. Uh, you can be able to communicate with your friends uh, as friends. I mean, in a digital world, your digital world will seem uh, like the movie, like the show Black Mirror. Does anyone see Black Mirror? Yeah, all right. So That's you'll encouraging. Be, you'll, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's not what, what Mark would hear. Next, but. it'll be Squid Game from well, there. But you know, look, there are some Great. people. Jensen was very concerned about whether it be, could be used for harm. Uh, But the way that Zuckerberg's talking about it, I mean, he's saying it's going to unlock a massively larger creative economy of both digital and physical goods than what exists today and allow millions of people to be able to do work uh, doing what they love as well. I mean, there's also uh, an enterprise element to this that could be There's enterprise and education. Right. And I think that we're going to see it all. I mean, I think that, that, that Mark wants this to be his legacy, not anything else. Now, you could argue, wait a second, is that because he doesn't like the heat anymore. I think he was, I'm not saying he's oblivious to the heat at all. Uh, I just think that the narrative, he's anxious to get through the next narrative. Yeah, well, there's been a continued heat, so to speak, as Jim says, uh, on a new round of reports today. Washington Post has a big story about how Facebook's algorithm uh, amped up content that included the angry emoji over, say, a content that had a like. Um, Zuckerberg did address this last night and argue that it's all painting a false picture. Take a listen. I want to discuss uh, the recent debate around our company. I believe large organizations should be scrutinized, and I'd much rather live in a society where they are uh, than one where they can't where they can't be. Uh, good faith criticism helps us get better, but my view is that what we are seeing is a coordinated effort to selectively use leaked documents to paint a false picture of our company. He's not arguing with any of the substance of the reporting. No. I think he uh, understands that there's a cadence, that things are being released, kind of knows that they're going to be released. Uh, They're being released in uh, one by one by one. Uh, Normally, I would say that that's a, David, uh, the paranoid style of the the web. It's not. I can clearly understand why he feels, well, why didn't, why wasn't all this dropped at one time? And why was some dropped on the day of earnings? Well, the answer is, is that there is a coordinated effort by some people who hate Facebook to release things every day. Right. 
Did you just get something new about Facebook? No, nothing. Nothing. No, I'm, look, I, I, I am... I'm taking Zuckerberg's side on this. I know you are. Um, well, I, I think there is a coordinated attack. There may be, but it doesn't mean that it isn't valid. I, I think that there, it deserves a thorough airing, but does it deserve daily hearing? A daily hearing because things are being sent to different newspapers, uh, one this day, one that day. I fully well, expect Ben Smith, tomorrow. actually, in the Times, had an interesting story on it yesterday in terms of the Slack group and the way that uh, Crazy that Hogan went about co- coordinating the release of documents after dealing with the journal. Well, who's um, tomorrow? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Those. But, you know, back LA to the Times? stock, guys. Maybe LA Times I think it is important to mention. I mean, I'm looking through a list here of firms that are lowering their target. I mean, let's. they did yeah. miss... Uh, there but is snap. still continued pressure from the iOS change, which is that's still very, not for really real. clear. So Oppenheimer Mark thinks that's lowers very for real. their number to 405. Uh, Maness Crespi goes to 460. Uh, Wedbush goes to 325. Jeffries goes to 420. Raymond James goes to 410 from 450. These are all lower. Credit Suisse was 500. Now they're 430. I mean, on and on. Well, because I mean, Apple's going to have a new iteration that's even tougher on Facebook. Charles Sandberg made a very important point, which is that now we're being undercounted. I think that people remain very uh, convinced that this is still the best source, best way to reach people. Uh, I, look, there are, the business is challenged. I'm not debating that. But when you look at what Snap said, I, I think that that made it so that we're not going to worry as much because this was better than Snap. It just was. Yeah, we, we had tried to make that clear uh, in the wake of Snap that yeah. this is more international, bigger advertiser base, less reliant on Apple. Uh, than Snap specifically, and that's what happened. Do you think 320 was the low here? Yes. I, 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 I think that we are going to be, if I'm, geez, I sure hope I'm right on this, but that we are going to be mesmerized by what David has said is, is confusing. The, meta, the, the metaverse. The metaverse. What are they well, spending? It's, it's the, such a stupid Jim, what damn are they spending name? the $10 billion on this year? And engineers. the number goes up. Is engineers. It, is it mostly it's software engineers? Yes. Well, because, you, you know, you want it to be doing what you want it to. Now, I, I think that there are cards in his hand that have not been played, that will be played this week. I'm sure there's cards he doesn't even know he has yet. Because, well, I mean, I mean, I it's still early he, days for this. But I don't he, think he spends every minute the, thinking about, uh, about the, the revelations. The, the end of the decade. I, you know, if we do a good job on this, I'd say later in this decade is when we would sort of expect this to be more Jensen of a real would say business earlier, story. Uh, the, the head of, of, of NVIDIA would say earlier, he had a, a five-year time frame, when, and that was uh, two and a half years ago. So I think that that's an under-promise, over-deliver situation. Okay. okay. I really do. I think we're going to be blown away. Uh, I really think that this is going to excite us. It's going to be something new, and we're going to be talking about it for a long time. Are we going to do our show from the metaverse? Oh, I'm sure of it. I may do the show without you from the metaverse. Well, you can, if you don't like what he says or if he looks at you weird, you can maybe delete him. You can disappear me. What's so scary is is that when, how many years ago did Elon Musk attack me? Seven? He saw the metaverse coming, and he was going to cut me out. Called you a simulation. Yeah. Anyway, I think Facebook's not. a buy. He's not. I mean, sometimes I'd like him to be. I look, 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 he, if Jensen were there with him, it would be amazing. I don't think that's going to be the case. But uh, look, don't we all want to do some, have something new? Don't we? Uh, as long as it's good. Something as new. As and I'm sure with Facebook in charge, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll, you were harmony st- and love will break out around the planet. I'm sure the metaverse will be everything we've been waiting for. How, what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? You are such a negative person. (laughs)
I, I'm on Instagram constantly. I, I don't. I had an Instagram of me on a tractor this weekend. Oh, that was cool. There you go. Well, There's uh, a good reason. Huh? Some parents of teenage girls might disagree, but we know where you're going. Well, my daughter, who has just got a new job working anti-suicide. Yeah, there's a lot of challenges. Uh, yeah. When we come back, uh, Jim mentions Elon Musk. Uh, he did make some comments about inflation. Kathy Wood in a pretty interesting debate over that issue. Uh, for now, though, watching Tesla's valuation above the $1 trillion mark. We'll get to all the industrials, UPS, of course, and all the guidance that's getting raised. Maybe some Dow theory at work today as the transports yes. and the industrials aim for record highs. We're back in a moment. Every day. Thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Watching a bunch of uh, big industrial and transportation names. UPS is a beat. Revenue ahead up 9-2. They raised their operating margin guide to 13 uh, from 12-7 back in July, Jim, and their CapEx guide. This is leading some to think if they help the transports get a record, that would confirm the industrial's record, and you'd have some Dow theorists say this is for real. Yep, this is a big charitable trust name for me, and I think that you're exactly right. I think the transports are in great confirmation mode. Now, we have to remember that UPS went down after FedEx. FedEx didn't do that well. Uh, Carol Tomei came on Mad Money and said, we're really done with the margin compression. And a lot of people, you know, the stock was down after the interview. I didn't get that. But the operation margin target raised to 14%. It's a true blowout. Domestic up 40% 40 year over year. Now, remember, we all thought that last year was the year that you ordered stuff online because you were home. But no, I mean, she's gotten it together. I want to know. I think she's turning down business. Yes. Yes, that Turning is. Turning down bad yeah, business. Yeah. And I think that that's very, very important. I like the fact that logistics is finally starting to do something. Uh, $448 million versus $302 million last year. This was just one of those true blowouts in the face of what people thought was going to be a blow up. So you have a nice short squeeze going. You had been frustrated with this name. Yes. Yeah. And I was frustrated in part because the last quarter was not that strong. The analyst meeting I felt was downbeat. And it was one of those things where I was trying to literally get her to say, look, I wasn't this better. And she kept holding back, to her credit, under promise over deliver. Uh, but you know what? This is twice now. I begged Union Pacific to be more positive. And Union Pacific shot the lights out, but yeah. not on man money. No. I mean, people were going, they're using, the, maybe they're, they just don't want to, they want to be cautious. 
because everything's so screwed up in this country right now. Uh, supply chain is still supply chain. Oh my God, 3M issue. supply chain. Let's talk 3M for a moment. Okay, sure. Let's we do got that. 3M and GE. It's interesting. They're, they're one's 105 billion market value. That's 3M. The other about 115 billion. Neither going to move much today. You can see 3M shares right. perhaps will open down uh, just a, a bit percentage wise. Uh, looked like a decent quarter, Jim. It was up four at one point. Um, I mean, the organic revenue growth number was what? We're talking a strong 7. 6% 1%. average. Yeah. Yeah. Um, organic well, growth currency, 6.3, right? Uh, but margins know, overall, weren't great. And they did update guidance uh, in terms of sales growth, at least, to 9 to 10%. But do you remember the key line, David? It said price increases more than offset by higher materials. Yeah. And I was like reading it. I said, good, 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 good. And then I said, holy cow, bad. Yep. And that's yep. a shame because Mike Roman's doing a lot of good things. I don't want to pigeonhole. But, no. you know, people are having a hard time outrunning Royal Club. Yep. They really are. He's on the tape right now, asked about supply chain. Quote, I'm, I'm not sure we're yet at a place where we would say that things are stable. Yeah. Yeah. Their conference call started at 9, so uh, yeah. we will. We should probably well, get more there. GE had a conference call that began at 8, so we're largely right. uh, got everything. We're going we're gonna to hear from Larry Culp. Uh, I like numbers, the quarter. I liked did the, you quarter, like the quarter, except they, for renewables. They took revenue guidance down a, a slight bit to flat. Renewables are so great. They did increase their expectations for adjusted industrial profit margins. Um, well, I mean, I can go through myriad so reasons why I like better, it. But, uh, you know. Yes, executing better in aerospace, not being hurt by Boeing's, um, I don't know how you, missteps? Yeah. Well, what polite I am. Uh, there are a couple of things I really liked about GE. One is the balance sheet. Two is I really do believe that they can take that the order book is extraordinary. They're going to close uh, that GPS air cap combination very soon. That yeah, they, all they the front ran that. So that'll that's going to close in a week or so. Healthcare um, and that reduces debt even further. And GE Capital then really just becomes nothing anymore. Right, but I'll tell you what's this is against supply uh, chain. They have the far more orders than they can produce MRIs. The, the world wants MRI. And by the way, it's a big profit center for healthcare. They just can't. There's just not enough components. So, you know, the stock, if it doesn't rally, is because, once again, the supply chain 3M, supply chain. Right. It's, it's not a demand problem. Definitely not. these companies. And it's, I mean. Ultrasound strong. With, with HP, too. They can't. It's not a function of. They, fulfilling demand is the problem. The it's only. Not okay. Creating demand. Okay. I'm going to give you one person who I think figured this out. All right. And it's uh, Carrie at, uh, at, at, at Best Buy. Uh, Carrie Barry, uh, Corey Barry, I'm sorry. Corey, she saw a supply chain problem developing four years ago. Took a big hit for earnings. Made it so they would never be short product. There's a nice price raise, price bump today. Uh, and I've got to tell you, that company is undervalued versus, they have, the, they have the stuff for Christmas that you want. They have it. That's why Piper Joe goes 150 to 155. If you want a Christmas play that is not going to have a problem, it's Best Buy. Interesting. Uh, Hasbro today with uh, some encouraging holiday Woo! guidance as well. We'll talk about that. And we, you know, actually, you know, I miss the family. I hope the family's doing well. Yeah, yes, and we're thinking of the Goldeners. Uh, we'll talk about Tesla, of course. Adam Jonas expanding on his $1,200 target. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash and the opening bell in about 10 minutes. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.
All right, let's get to a mad dash. We've got a little less than eight minutes before we get started with trading here on a very rainy day in New York City, I would point yes, out. Yes, weatherman, absolutely. <laughs> Going to look at the weather the map metaverse, right now. In the metaverse, it's always sunny. Is it? It's yeah, Philadelphia sunny. in the metaverse. Uh, you want to talk about uh, Raytheon technology? Yeah, I think this is important. This is what's going on right now in this market. This is a good quarter. But can the stock get out of its own way? No, because the stock advanced. Let's not forget that the defense, the defense contractors, though, this is very important. Biden is just as strong on defense as his predecessor. So you have a backlog of just a gigantic $156 billion backlog, $65 billion in defense. The Chinese are ahead of us, was one of the big themes. I don't want that. You don't want that. It reminds me of the missile gap. I mean, we do spend $800 plus billion dollars on defense or even well, maybe more. Maybe it's in the wrong Jim. stuff. I mean, I don't they, know. The like, Chinese are we really going to have to increase it to keep? I mean, the, the Chinese China- don't spend anywhere near that. Well, it's, but they work for free. Uh, 20, 22, they have a, the Chinese have a, a missile that can go 22,000 miles an hour. Yes. And we do not have anything right the now that, that, could, right. that could shoot it That's down. That's very fast. But I remember this in 1959, 1961. I heard about the missile gap constantly, that the Russians were going to do this because of the Rosenbergs. They got the H-bomb, had to throw that in. Never liked that. But what I like about this, David, is that there is actually good aerospace. Without the 787, the uh, yeah, Boeing's got a problem producing planes. That may come up tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, what a, do you see what a diplomat I am? They repurchased a billion dollars. This Collins Aerospace is doing much better than expected. So I, I, I'm saying that this is a good example. And what's their biggest problem? Vax. They have a huge number of people who won't get vaccinated. Well, he, uh, Greg Hayes did talk about it. He right. said that they could be faced with having actually well, well, dismiss. I think it's thousands of well, employees. Well, because Biden said, said any defense contractor has to, right. everyone has to be 100% by, vaccinated. By December 8th. Uh, they have a lot of, several thousand religious exemptions. required to be vaccinated. He indicated 3% of their employee base has refused so far. But they are people, said, he said, are very hard to replace. Yeah. And the main theme, again, there aren't enough people. Where'd they go? Well, a lot of them are not willing to be vaccinated. Think about that. Because a lot of, uh, a lot of it's in the South. We're, we're the manufacturing bases of our country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got a lot more for you, of course, so straight ahead. More earnings. We'll talk about that uh, potential deal for Entang falling apart. By the way, don't forget. Thank you, Jim. Sure. Uh, you can catch us anytime, anywhere, because you can listen to and follow Squawk on the Street, the opening bell podcast. We're back in. Okay, so. We continue to watch shares of Tesla up uh, 10 of the past 11 days, $1,000, as you saw uh, yesterday, a trillion-dollar market cap, uh, now the fifth biggest company, uh, surpassing Facebook as of yesterday. Today, Jim Morgan Stanley's Adam Jonas uh, expands on his $1,200 price target, and on the Hertz deal says it's going to give them a trove of data about mileage and that they'll be able to vertically integrate fleet management, essentially. Well, I think they can, but I I thought that, that Elon Musk's tweet was brilliant. He said, it's not a, you know, we have tremendous demand. Uh, it's supply that's the problem. And I think that everyone else is worried. Everyone has demand, but this guy sold through. I think we have to start realizing that when you start talking about what he's doing with Hertz, that's uh, software as a car service. You basically find more information, make it a flywheel. And it, it's actually real flywheel. David, it, it, I, I, I'm in awe. 
he, he makes them everywhere. He's going to make them in you know, Berlin's going to be great. There's demand for Tesla all over the world. Well, There's that, not that right. same thing for some no, of the other companies. Was, I thought that it. was, an, I agree with you, it was an interesting tweet on his part. Wasn't that promotion? I mean, it was promotional because he <laughs> often is, but it sort of was like, listen, that's not, that's not the issue. The right. issue is, can we make enough of them? But uh, I like what Jonas says. Can we says. sell enough of them? But Jonas, look, if they can. If they can leverage it, the thing is, is what he really needs to be able to do is make all the cars he needs. And he can't. You know, there was a time when the bears would tell you, hey, listen, there's no demand. Well, that was just wrong. Or that it was subsidized demand, right? Subsidized demand, that's true. But meanwhile, though, the trillion dollar number is staggering. I mean, it's, you know, Tesla, it's the only, there's only four trillion dollar companies right now. And it's one of them. The, the market cap that was added five, yesterday excuse me, five. Sorry. is equal to two times Ford. There's bananas. Right? You know, Ford's going to have a really big, my travel trust on Ford, a really huge uh, electric, electric fleet next year. And it's not, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, so what? I mean, they're going to be sold out of the F-150, but it's, yeah, so what? And, I just find this astonishing that it doesn't matter what Ford does, what Mary Barra does. This guy gets a Hertz contract, which, which for all we know, who knows what they're paying. And we're very excited well, we about it. We do know they're paying $4.2 billion over no, time. No, but I'm saying per, yeah. oh, per vehicle. Yeah. 100,000 vehicles. Yeah. I guess yeah, we we've can figure it out. doing well, some division. Yeah. I mean, 100,000 vehicles, it's like, yeah. well, then that's and all it's over, who's, a, over a period of time. I know, but I'm saying that it, it, it's just the same thing over and over again. We know that he sold through. So every time he gets another order, does it go up? Look, it's not a. It's obviously not an auto stock. Obviously, no. I, I, we don't know what it is. <laughs> don't well, know what it is. There's the opening bell, by the way, and the CNBC Real Time Exchange at the big board today. It's live. Uh, Oak Crestview Climate Acquisition Corp. Uh, celebrating a listing at the Nasdaq Mink Therapeutics, focused on the treatment of cancer and other immune-mediated uh, diseases. Jim, you know, you mentioned Lilly a little while ago. Um, what brought it down? Well, let me see. I think it's back up. That was just yeah. maybe a rogue trade. But, you know, you got to understand that Lilly missed the quarter. They absolutely missed the quarter. But what this is about is uh, Denonimab, which is their Alzheimer's. They, they're asking for accelerated approval of the FDA. But also they've got a new uh, priority review uh, diabetes drug that they think could be just gigantic and has much more chance of, of passing quickly. Now, look, Lilly always has hype in it. And David Ricks... Uh, wasn't he didn't hype so I mean, stock didn't rally that much yeah. uh, talked about minimal covid therapy revenue right and i think people are going to look at that and say well that's unfortunate but if louis down a lot my trust owns it he, he, i think you have to buy it and i think you have to buy it because i do believe that their alzheimer's uh drug will move the needle i think that there'll be people who want to take it just simply because they want to prevent it it does reduce plaque there isn't any study that says it doesn't lose plaque. And you, that's per, we have to decide as a nation whether reduction of plaque is enough. And I think we will say it is enough. You know what's interesting? We did not mention the reason why Facebook missed its number enough. Apple has decided in its iOS, and there's another iOS coming that I'm told is even tougher on Facebook. Apple's decided this is enough of this. Enough of people following people, and we're not going to do it anymore. This is, a lot of this is just Tim Cook saying, listen, we don't want to do this anymore. It doesn't want to be a vehicle for people to be, but remember, he actually is uniquely customer goes first. I think we all kind of feel that when we, when we talk and it hears what we're saying and it right. then produces an ad, we're done with that. Yep. And yep. We, don't want, we don't want that. Anybody who has 
an Apple phone has probably had a click allow or not uh, any number of times for the websites that he's offering us need a, that information. Uh, but isn't this Apple versus Facebook and it, know what's going on? It's Apple versus Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Right. To, yeah. To a certain extent. I mean, listen, that didn't well, help well, Snap well, either. What is probably the, not great for Pinterest. I mean, there are any number of collateral companies. damage. Yes. Yep. Yes. I mean, you know, when two elephants fight, you don't want to be the grass. It gets pounded. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I do think that that Tim Cook has the upper hand because we love our phones. And our, uh, I, I believe, can you believe that phone sales are going to be very, very strong? Uh, there's, I just wish that, I mean, we have Netflix doing great. And we have, uh, I, by the way, I think Amazon's going to do very, very well. Uh, but I think Apple's doing much better well, than expected. Alphabet also may do well. And in fact, may be a beneficiary uh, the search may be a beneficiary of of the loss in advertising revenue, if you want right. to call it that. Because it's first party. Oh, exactly. Yeah, David, that's it's a like great you point. Are, you have intent. You go and you search. It's a very different thing. Now, YouTube, they may, there right. it's, it's similar in the sense of targeting and things like that. But, but and the stock went down 100 but points. Alphabet may very well pick up. Uh, there is an expectation it will. And obviously I think we're going to know very call. soon when the company reports. Service. I think that's a great call by you. Absolutely. It's, 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 uh, I'm not making a call. I'm just stating something that. Is, is, okay, it was no. a bad call by you. It was good for someone else. I mean, what do you want me to do? Nothing. I, I throw. It was, I don't throw. I mean, I, I, it was a totally idle compliment. I appreciate. Well, I don't. You know, I don't make calls. That's you make calls, Stop. and then I sit here and make fun of your calls. So that's true. That's what we do. But I think Alphabet. Thank you for that. Because I was going to talk about Microsoft. Just well, I was going to say. By the way, Jeffries reiterates a buy on Alphabet going into the print. Right. But Nadella has made some comments lately about how weird it is that there's, in his view, so little competition in search. And you know they'd like to be a bigger piece of that. I know. But I don't think he wants the government involved. I think he just wants to win more. And he's got to develop a better product. Hey, guys, did you catch the fact that Intel's still going down, still getting downgrades? You know, Pat Gelsinger, the CEO. Yeah, I'm aware of who he is. Thanks. What about him? Incredibly nice. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's, that's not, not good. That's not good at all. No. What happened to the, we finally got an engineer in the yeah. CEO's chair? Well, what they need uh, is to be able to get to, to the five nanometer, but you have to uh, crawl before you can walk. It's going to be a while. Doing a lot of crawling. It was not a great quarter, and to your point, Jim, the stock has not performed particularly well since. No rebound well, yet. I mean, you can't. He just should have said it's a rebuilding year. I mean, look, it, it, let's look at it like this. You, you, when you have a coach who comes in, a new coach, what happens? You, you don't do it. You can't turn it around the first year. you got to take some time. But he chose to set himself up for failure. And I don't understand why he did that. He set himself up for failure. You absolutely have to put, change your top team, and he hasn't done that yet. Well, he, how was he supposed to control Apple's move into vertical on chips and well, all that lost business? Well, I think that that was kind of in the cards. I think that people feel that uh, you talk to Sanjay Marocha, okay? Sanjay Marocha, uh, Micron. Yeah. They are the U.S. company, but no, everyone talks about Intel, Intel, Intel. Hey, I was an Intel hawk. Took the twelve step. This is ridiculous. Intel is not the same company, and it doesn't matter that a guy who was there before comes in. What he has to do is have a little humility. Humility is a good thing. Okay, I'll take that. Um, guys, Wait, I, I did want to... Do you know wanna, anything about DraftKings? Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm going to okay, do it right now. Uh, because uh, DraftKings has terminated uh, its uh, offer, 
and the talks that were taking place to acquire Entain. If you recall, this is a story we first broke back in, what was it, September 21st, mm-hmm. I think. It was certainly around there. Um, they increased their offer. It was 28 pounds. Most of it was made up of DraftKings stock. I think we were talking, uh, yeah, uh, you know, 22 of the 28 or so pounds was made up in DraftKings stock. At least that's what we knew publicly. Where it went from there, unclear, but not enough. And I, 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 certainly there was always uh, a thought that as high a price as that was, and don't forget, this is a company that earlier this year, MGM offered 13, yeah. roughly 13 pounds to buy. They rejected that. But as high a price as it was, the fact that much of it was made up in DraftKings stock, Jim, certainly seemed to have given uh, Entain some pause. Uh, control issues around that perhaps also. You can see DraftKings stock had suffered a bit. It is up today. And Entain, as anticipated, of course, given there is no bid any longer, uh, is down I want to keep an eye on MGM, too, because it was a potential beneficiary, remember, of their BetMGM partnership with Entain. If that had to change hands and they were able to gain control at MGM, they certainly might have benefited from that as well. Um, But that story that we first brought you, they extended the deadline in October 12th. Entain extended the deadline again on October 19th. But here we are prior to any uh, prior to the deadline expiring, uh, which was November 16th. DraftKings says no moss. Well, look, this is an, a customer acquisition game. And I think that Jason Robbins knows how to spend to get customers. Now, at a certain point, will the casinos have an edge simply because they've been set up for, for uh, betting? David, I don't, I don't think so I, when it comes to DraftKings. Because I think DraftKings has decided, look, we're not going to lose this game. And Jason Robbins has a lot of firepower. He just got a lot more firepower. So uh, gambling is huge. It's doing incredibly well. Uh, we're going state by state. Uh, it is not. A lot of people feel that, that the back end of gambling is overdone. And I, I, I happen to agree with that because I think there's a lot of companies that, that are supposed Draft to Kings help. And, uh, maybe DraftKings and Robinhood should get together. Customer acquisition being a key part of both of them. And really, you're kind of doing the same well, thing. When I interviewed Vlad Tenev, it made me feel like Activision Blizzard should get together with because I presented the fact that when I talked, I happened to be with a young man who was 19. I said, why did you trade? And he goes, well, I graduated from Candy Crush to trading. I had not thought that was a feeder. In the meantime, I thought the Vlad did a good job. But there's heavy short position because there's a big lockup. But it is a little, when you speak with youth, which I speak to. You speak it, to the youth? Yeah. Well, it is amazing to hear a guy just literally say, Candy Crush is the gateway to Robin Hood. I was hoping Candy Crush could be the gateway to DraftKings. I wouldn't have anticipated that. Yeah. As long as Candy Crush isn't a great way, a gateway to Canopy. <laughs> no, that was a good exchange with you and Vlad about Candy Crush. Yeah, and- look, Vlad is very real. Uh, I think he's, he's gotten better and better. Uh, he, he, By the way, the SEC likes there's, the idea that Vlad, they should... Vlad Ten, of course, CEO of Robinhood, which right. is going to also report... Uh, no, they're, no they, they're doing okay. Yeah, but I think, tonight. Yeah, it's t- yeah, I, tonight, I think that, right? along yeah. with Twitter lot, and Microsoft. And, yeah. and people genuinely believe that there's a, a lot of stock for sale. There'll be the lockups coming, but uh, you don't need to own it today. Uh, Jim, I wanted to ask you, there's, um, there is a, a, a sense among some that the record highs that we've gotten again today on the Dow and the S&P are related somewhat to their earnings in the quarter, but the notion that corporate tax is not going up. No. Mansion's on the tape right now. The only thing that I, yes, Mansion, President Mansion, she's that guy is, I thought he called me the other day. I mean, he's just like saying, listen, come on. I mean, I want him to come on. I mean, I think he's doing it. He should be sitting right there. 
He really should, COVID or no COVID. He's probably quadruple vaccinated. But what, what matters, when you listen to raw costs, I thought some, what's really amazing is that the street thinks that steel is going to be down in price next year. I asked every CEO whether they think steel is going to be down. No, they think steel is going to be up. Steel is just a gigantic part of, the, of American industry. So uh, if you have some of these companies, that sounds like infrastructure, but not massive infrastructure, which then gives you this kind of, you know, decent, there'll be a deal, yep. uh, no corporate tax. I, the wealth tax, I'm not certain on whether that's just about hedge fund managers. Don't you love it when hedge fund managers, I'll pay it, but I had, I want it earmarked because I don't want it thrown away. I mean, like, you know, uh, it's more likely to apply to the likes of, as it currently constructed, of Musk and Bezos, those with large liquid positions who own enormous amounts of stock in their company, as opposed to a hedge fund manager. Do you ever study Lenin? Um, well, you know, a little bit because I sit next to him. Well, I want you to read yeah. What is to be done. It's a very quick book. Yes. What is to be done is that well, he was he was in favor of mass murder of millionaires. I don't think they've gotten there yet. No, but that was no. his. I mean, people think that Lenin, you know, you study Lenin. Lenin was not thinking. He was acting. Stalin turned out to be uh, nicer. He was a mass murderer. So, I mean, that's a, I think that's that people have a tough road there. Bunch yeah. of mass murderers. Yeah. Really evil. <laughs> I was okay. surprised that, geez, when Greg Hayes said that the Russians are ahead of us. How's that possible? Are we well, back to those days? The, the Chinese have uh, well, the Chinese are advantage on hypersonic. But he, I, I, I think he's got something okay because when I check with the company and ask, like Billy and the Predator, we're all going to die, they say no. He does run a defense company, just so you know. Right. Just saying. Like, we're behind. We're behind. Right. I, know, we're behind. I didn't like that. Yeah. But, you know, Lockheed Martin didn't have good things to say. He's not going to say, oh, we're way ahead. Well, I, was I need waiting, to buy my weapons. System. I was waiting for, for uh, Jim Tankle to say, get to the chopper. But no. And the stock's down 12. Uh, we do have a record high on the Dow S&P. 10 points from 4,600. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Uh, morning, guys. Uh, mixed open. Uh, 3M weighing a little bit. Intel weighing a little bit on the Dow as well. Just take a look at the sectors. The important thing is leadership groups still there. Semiconductors were not far from a new high on the SMH there. Consumer discretionary strong. Energy's been a leader all throughout the month. Industrials holding up. Banks a little weaker after a terrific uh, two-week run here. Uh, the big question, of course, is what's going on with the supply chain issues. Been listening in on uh, Mike Roman talking over uh, at the 3M conference call on the the earnings uh, release, he said, end market demand remains strong. We've navigated supply chain disruptions. There's the whole quarter in a nutshell. But I've been listening to the CFO talk at length about addressing supply chain disruptions. I think significantly uh, margins came in at 20 percent, they're talking about. The guidance was 19 to 20 percent. So navigating the supply chain disruptions is a very big thing here and not dramatic reductions in margins right now. Now, Sherwin-Williams was, again, very similar, although they've had some margin declines uh, here. So there's some of this, some of these companies here. But Sherwin Williams, same story. Demand remains strong. Raw material and cost uh, costs were pressuring margins. Uh, they're implementing price increases. But this is important. At the end, they specifically said the, they are confident the margins will recover as the inflation headwinds will eventually subside. That's what they believe here. But here, they did have some impact uh, on the margins. So you see what's going on here and put up the supply chain issues. Pulte also had some comments out there on the manufacturing supply of their building products, uh, extending the building of the overall building cycle. 
so that's an important issue, and you see some of these stocks modestly to the downside. I think the big thing, though, overall, uh, is margin erosion is limited to certain industries, and still, I'm pretty sure we'll have 12 to 12, almost 13% margins in the S&P 500. Meantime, uh, we are just, we have like 16 IPOs coming this week. We are in record territory for all the IPO business right now. Uh, best ever right now. Now, we're going to have Rent the Runway uh, tomorrow here at the NYSA, big fashion. This is getting a lot of attention, but it's a relatively small deal compared to what we're actually looking at here. They're raising $293 million. The big deal of the week is going to be over uh, at the NASDAQ. Everybody's talking about global foundries. Of course, the thing about this, it's a foundry company, but it's a U.S.-based semiconductor foundry, U.S.-based. And we're talking about raising uh, $2.5 billion. It might have a $24 billion market capitalization. This is a pretty big deal. And again, U.S.-based is a big deal about this thing. This will be the third largest uh, IPO of the year in terms of raise and the biggest U.S.-based IPO raise of the year. So Coupon raised $4.5 billion. Uh, Diddy raised $4.4. If this deal goes through, if Global Foundries goes through, it will be number three at 2.5. Bumble would be number four. So it's a big deal. We're breaking all kinds of records, Carl, in terms of uh, dollars for the IPO business here. So we're going to have, so far, we've had $339 million. The old record is 486 That was in 99. But the total raised, $113 billion. We're not even done with the year yet. And that's already a record. The old record was 97 billion and that was back in that record year remember that of two thousand dollars and by the way carl this is not including SPACs or direct listings this is just ipos directly so the dollar raise is really if you consider SPACs along with everything else truly a stunning amount of dollar raised from the capital markets this year carl back to you uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, Bob Bassani. As we go to break, let's get to the bond report. Uh, we did get down to 1617 this morning, lowest in a couple of days on the 10-year yield. Uh, got some data coming out this morning, new homes and conference board ahead of uh, later in the week, durables, GDP, and of course on Friday, core PCE. Uh, Dow up 71, S&P 4587, record highs on both. Don't go away. DOJ reportedly accelerating its two-year-old antitrust probe of Apple, increasing the likelihood of a lawsuit. That's the information citing two sources with knowledge of the investigation. They say DOJ lawyers have asked Apple and customers and competitors questions about how the company maintains its strict control over the iPhone and includes a new round of subpoenas sent to Apple's business partners over the summer. Um, interesting. It's just out of the information. Meanwhile, yeah. B of A today uh, does reiterate neutral going into the print Thursday. It's well, funny. I mean, uh, I can remember no. the Microsoft antitrust investigation and back and forth was front page news all the time. Meanwhile, Alphabet has been under investigation for the DOJ. Same time over, uh, the same FTC thing is, I think, ends. trying to come back right at, at Facebook after it got tossed the first time. Uh, you've got Apple potentially. These stories, I mean, they take forever, of course, to play no, out, they, they, but they don't seem to capture any the, the attention in the way that they once did, Jim. No, and I think they don't because there was a crucial error that, that if you remember, Steve Ballmer did when he was running Microsoft, was he took on the Justice Department, uh, which is something that was highly unusual and very ill-advised, David. And these guys are cooperating, cooperating. They all cooperate. They do not say, you know what? We didn't do this. Yeah. And as long as you don't embarrass the Department of Justice, then things just kind of 
muddle through. You know, one day we may be faced with big headlines and or a moment of truth for these companies, whether it's an Amazon or, you know, will there ever, will any of them be forced to break up? Are there arguments that could be made about cross-subsidization of their businesses and things of that nature that make it anti-competitive? I don't know. But let's create, look, we're worried about, well, we're, if you own these stocks, you're worried about creative uh, law. You're worried about prosecutorial discretion, that these guys just basically said, let's press the envelope. And then that would be very different because they would say, listen, we don't care about your cooperation. We're going after you either way. We're not getting that now yet. Uh, we've seen we've seen it in the past. Oh, yeah. In different ways. Uh, we will get stopped trading with Jim in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Some people aren't getting credit for unbelievable quarters. I think they're going to include Judy Marks at Otis. Uh, I think people are worried that China's going to slow down. China was remarkably great. Those property developers, they really only represent about 3% of a book of business. The, uh, she said the U.S. is on fire. Doesn't matter. Residential, multiple, uh, multifamily home. And one of the things really interesting, center cities. She says, you may hear about hybrid, but they're still building the center cities. And I, I've known Judy for a long time. Well, she is, uh, let's put it this way, good as gold. If she says it's good, then it is. A lot of cash flow. I think it stocks a buy. I think the market's misinterpreting her comments. Yeah, yeah too even worried so, about she was talking China. about China. Well, they're too worried about these property developers. It's three percent of her business. Hey, by the way, right. you know, Meanwhile, safety. we haven't talked. We talked about Evergrande, which now has not well, missed, but other ones have missed well, their debt payments in that's China. That's why the stock's going down. Okay, but yeah. as she told me, look, remember our business really is service. Uh, there's sixty million. Sixty. There's a huge number of elevators, obviously being built in China, but that everyone cares about safety. Or as my friend uh, Michael Haley, who's a, a, a guy who does a lot of demolition, safety never takes a vacation. It's true. There's something to think about, David. David, if you, if you leave this show with anything, safety, safety never, takes, never takes a vacation. Thank you for that, Jim. I will try and be safe. Well, I just thought that if Mark Zuckerberg came on on Thursday before he started Metaverse, he goes, listen, I want to make one thing clear. Safety never takes a vacation. The whole narrative would be different. That's the lead. For That's sure. all he needs to say. Jim, what's tonight? Everything will be fine. Nice. <laughs> Logitech and Centene. And uh, I think that uh, Logitech had a not-so-great uh, forward look in Centene. The people, the companies that are doing amazing well are these insurance companies. People thought that when Biden was elected president, it would destroy their margins. It's just the opposite. And safety. It's such a great thing for him to say. I, 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 I got to script that. Let them know. I got four words for you. It'll change everything, Mark. <laughs> Jim, we'll see you tonight. It's good to have you back. Uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.